I mean, you got your Bibles. I'm, I do have some PowerPoints here uh, that I'll be going through. But if you got your Bible, you're welcome to turn to Romans chapter number five. Romans chapter number five, and uh, just want to share something with you. There's nothing new under the sun, but uh, everything that's taking place within our country. Um, and, and you all know this, but the media creates great havoc and creates fear. They want fear. They thrive off fear because fear paralyzes us. And fear can control us. And what we're going to look at tonight is emotions okay, versus patience. And I'm going to deal with emotions first and kind of go uh, through some things here with emotions. But I do want to say this. God has given us emotions. Okay, so it's not all bad. Because sometimes people say, what? why do we get these emotions? Well, if God gave them to us, he gave them to us for a reason. Okay, and so I want us to begin to see what is God's reason? Why does He do this? Why does He give us emotions? Why does He have these things? What is the purpose? And so we're going to look at that and give you some answers for that. And then I also want to give you the alternative, and we'll look at that in just a few moments, of patience. But in Romans chapter number 5, and verse number 3, uh, the Bible says this, Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations or tribulation worketh patience. Tribulations worketh patience. And then it goes into patience, experience, and it continues to go on. So we're seeing here that tribulation, what is tribulations? Um, I looked it up in the uh, Web, Webster's 1828 dictionary. It means to this, it means this to thrash, to beat. Wow. You ever wonder why you get tired? Because sometimes you're getting thrashed. You're getting beat by the world. You're getting beat by the different things that are taking place in your life. And I'm telling you, it can take a toll on you. It can mess with your emotions. It can mess with a lot there. And, but it also means this. It means distresses of life. And every one of us in this room, we've got distresses of life. We've got, every one of us have different things that are affecting us or that affects us. And so we, we see this here in Romans 5. All right, I'm going to move on through this. Uh, emotions versus patience. And so emotions is literally a moving of the mind. Okay, it's a moving of the mind um, or soul. Those of you uh, in here that you're part of RU, you know the soul is the mind, will, which is your desires, and your emotions. That's what your soul is, your mind, your will, and your emotions. So what emotions do, it stirs your mind. You with me? Something stirs your mind. It gets you thinking, or you begin to worry, or you begin to fear. That's, your, that's emotions taking place. Hence, any agitation of mind. Boy, you ever have things agitate you? Remember when you were younger, it was your siblings? <laughs> now it's, anyway, it's drivers, all right, or whatever. Uh, but, you know, think, and, and what does it do? It affects your emotions, okay? It, it, it has results there. 
or excitement of sensibility. And uh, just to kind of give you a little thought of this, um, how many of you in here, and, and, and this is new for Misty and I and, and, and the Knots, uh, having a grandchild? This is new. And, it, and it's exciting. But how many, let me see those hands again. How many have grandkids? All right. Now, how many of you were anticipating and excited for them to be coming to your home or to come together, and you were so excited that you couldn't sleep very well? You know what I'm talking about? You know what that is? That's emotions, and it stirs your mind, and the senses there, you're so excited, you can't wait, you're so thankful, and it affects your mind, and affects, that's your emotions, and your emotions can affect you tremendously, tremendously. And so God's given us these, and we're seeing what they are. The word agitation simply means a disturbance of tranquility of mind. If I can just put it in just simple terms, disturbance, it's lack of peace. A lack of peace. Boy, emotions can take away your peace. Don't you think the devil knows that? Yeah, he knows that. And so he wants to take away your peace. He doesn't want you to have peace of mind. Not only when you get saved do you get peace with God, but he, he wants to give you peace of mind as well. And so we see the agitation. This is a part of the emotions. All right? Before I continue on and get into this, um, well, I, I'll just continue here. Patience is the act or quality of waiting long for justice or expected good without discontent. Um, wow, how easy it is to get discontent with circumstances. Do you know how many people are impatient and can't wait? And by the way, I'm, I guess I could be put in that category for this whole thing with the president to be taken care of. Um, there's a lot of it, but you know what? It's not being discontent. It's, it's being saying, hey, God, and here it is. And this, if we'll get this, this will help us. You're in control. You know what needs to happen and what's going to happen. And even if, i got to be careful, uh, even if Biden gets in, God, this is your will, I'm going to trust you. That, that's patience. That, boy, that, doesn't, that is not natural for us, okay? That's not natural. It, that's the flesh against the spirit. And that's a, that's a bat battle there. Um, one of the definitions, I like this one a little bit better. I don't have it up here, but here's patience, calm temper. It's a calm temper, but listen to this. It's also endurance without murmuring or fretfulness. It's perseverance. So, now look at this. Emotion can trigger you. Emotions triggers your mind, gives you a thinking pattern. And what emotions can do is this. You can react to your emotions. Don't raise your hand on this. Nobody raise your hand on this. But have you ever got angry? Probably men in here. Got frustrated and you hit something? Yeah. No, don't, don't tell me about any broken bones, okay? I don't want to hear about it. Uh, but what was that? See, the emotion was stirred. It caused a reaction. 
And that's what the devil wants. He wants reaction. He wants us to go on impulse. He wants us to go on feelings. Listen to this. Emotion is based on feelings. Let me throw this at you. Have you ever felt like you weren't saved? (laughs) Some may not. Some may. But I'm going to tell you something. You can't base your salvation on your emotions. See, now get this. Patience is based upon facts. And what's facts based? What is facts? It's truth, right? You with me? Patience is based on facts. What are facts? It's truth. So I can feel like I'm not saved. That's my emotion, right? I can feel like, man, you're a dirty, I'm a dirty scallywagon scumbucket. Man, I am, you know, I'm not. But according to God's word, for by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourself, right? See, what am I doing? I'm basing that on facts. You see the difference? These things are written in his word that I may know, that you may know you have eternal life. It's not based on what I feel. It's based on facts. It's based on truth. So emotions is based on feelings. Boy, feelings can uh, surely mess us up. Impulse. And that's where I, I had mentioned this a while ago. Impulse is a natural tendency usually other than rational. You ever, uh, <laughs> you ever go to a store and a salesperson and they begin to push you and they begin to push you? Oh, you need this. This is the best product. You need this product. This is a, Well, they don't. They're trying to get you to react on impulse. They don't want you to sit down and think logically or rationally. They want you to make a decision quickly. And we got to be careful about making fast decisions because fast decisions can lead to problems. Impulse. We see that. Um, let me give you this. I'm not, I'm not sure of this. Okay, before I get it. Decisions, here's the emotions. Decisions are made on impulse. Be careful with that. Don't make decisions on impulse just because you feel like you need this. For instance, uh, I just had to uh, upgrade in a cell phone. There's three things that I absolutely don't like to do. Upgrade cell phones, (laughs) deal with cell phones, buy new vehicles, and deal with TV companies. You want patience, just do one of those three things. Okay? Um, But I I went and I I had uh, had a six plus. For you that don't know anything about technology, was, that was a dinosaur, okay? It was so old, my, my, my kids were, you know, Dad, that thing's a dinosaur. That's old. Hey, it works. Bless goodness, I'm going to use it until it blows up, you know. Um, but anyway, I went, and then, you know, as I went there, they said, oh, you need the 12 Pro Max. You need this, and you need that, right? And, they began, and I was like, oh, I don't know about that. I think I'll come back in a few days because I want to think about this. And I was so thankful that I did that. I didn't, on impulse, rational, begin to, God in his mercy, I didn't know any of this, but God in his mercy, when I went back, they had just started a new promotion the next day that had $350 off of that phone that I was going to get. By the way, I didn't get the 12 Pro Max, okay? Just FYI, all right? 
But you know, when we make rash decisions like that, it can affect us. Now, I'm just giving you something practical, something that we deal with, but it's the same thing spiritually as well. Be careful. Don't make decisions on impulse. So, positive emotions. All right? I'm, this would be a little bit of participation here. All right? So help me. I'm not going to give you the answers up here yet So don't, because I want you to give me some answers. Okay? What are some positive emotions? Okay? I heard somebody love. I heard joy. Okay? What else? Peace? Contentment? All right. Let's... let's Long-suffering? All right. Look at that. Who said love? Somebody said love. Who said it? Okay. Love is a positive emotion. We see that. Look at the little brother loving his little brother. Before long, he'll be punching him, but hey, now he's loving him. Somebody said joy. I don't know who said that. Uh, But joy, we see there, it's a positive emotion. Excitement. Hey, we, we like excitement, you know. You, you anticipate your grandkids coming, you, you know, different things like that. We get excited about those. And then even this one, sadness. Because if you never experience sadness, you don't really know what joy is. And so these are positive emotions. These are good things that God has given to us and wants us to experience and enjoy. So, some negative emotions, all right? You all did absolutely wonderful. You did great on that, so I'm going to test you again, all right? So, help me with some negative emotions. Okay, anger, go ahead. Okay, fear, jealousy, hate, bitterness. Okay, man, you are doing well. Look at that, hatred. Do you realize in... uh, in Galatians chapter number 5, I believe it's verse, it might be, it's either 19 or 20, but that's one of the sins, or one, of, if I can, not only sin, because it is a sin, that affects personal relationships. I looked it up. You know what it means? Lack of love. Isn't that deep? But it's very simple. Lack of love. So l- let me ask you this question to y- and just answer it to yourself. How's your love for Christ? How's your love for one another? All right? So emotions. Emotions. We see there hatred. Let's see what else is there. Lust. And by the way, lust, and you see in the picture here, you see that it, as a sexual type of thing, but lust is not just that. Lust could be food. Do you realize that? Because what it is, it's a strong desire. It's a strong desire. And by the way, a lot of us, we're Baptists, we have a strong desire for food. My, uh, my pastor that I was under in Virginia, he, he said, it's not fellowship for independent Baptists, it's bellyship. So, uh, but anyway, uh, but lust, boy, you can have a strong desire for, man, I got to have this, I want that, I got to do that, you know, hey. Lust is something, by the way, that's what he used on Eve, didn't he? Satan did. The lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Pride. And here we see it as vanity, and we see it as, you know, maybe conceited. But you you, you know what I'm seeing? There's so many forms of pride. So many forms of pride. And 
Would you agree with me? Selfishness could be a part of pride. Because who are you thinking about? That's tough. But it's a negative emotion. And it can affect us. And it can affect our behavior as a, as a believer. Bitterness. Okay? Uh, you see, <laughs> I don't know why it has that gentleman on there like that. But hey, you know what? Bitterness destroys the, the container that contains it, that has bitterness. It doesn't hurt anybody else. It hurts us. But it's an, a negative emotion that can destroy us. We see anger. Somebody already said that. Boy, the number one thing that I deal with as I go into the jails is right there, anger. Boy, anger is probably number one. Bam, bam. Because you know what? It's from the circumstances that have happened to us in life. And when you get hurt, and if you don't deal with that hurt, it, it goes into anger. And then it keeps escalating. It goes into bitterness, and it can just keep escalating on and on. You see these negative emotions. Something that's negative, you ready? It takes away. It takes away from us. We see, and I, and I may mention that, selfishness. So these are negative. All right, let me move on. So we see emotions. By the way, uh, and Pastor just said this not too long ago, not exactly like this, but if it feels good, do it. Or if it feels so good, how could it be wrong? That's the terminology. Well, emotions, decisions are made on impulse. You see the woman with the empty pocketbook? All right. That's just to help you remember, ladies, okay? And us men, okay? Emotions. When you begin to allow, and when I begin to allow my emotions to control me, you begin to straddle the line between right and wrong. Oh, this is not that bad. I just had today, um, as I was leaving, I had a Bible study in, in one of my, in the pod there, in 31. A guy asked me this question. He said, um, can you find me some Bible verses on gambling? So, I mean, if you know your Bible, there's no Bible verse saying thou shalt not gamble, okay? Um, so I said, I said let, me, let me check into this. But here's, here's where he was going with it. There's a guy who holds Bible studies. And as he's holding these Bible studies, he's telling, the, you know, thus saith the Lord, and he's, and he's playing poker, and he's betting with suits. Now, you say, big deal. Okay, right? I mean, that's, but you know what? It's just one little thing. You start straddling the line between right and wrong. Because he's telling people, oh, this is what God wants you to do. This is how you do it. And then he's over here doing this. He's straddling the line. By the way, we can't throw rocks at him all the time. Sometimes we do that. Because when we allow our emotions to control us, we start saying, oh, that's not that bad. I can do that. I can handle it. I can control it. That's what the devil wants. That's what he wants because he's, he's leading you down a slippery slope. Thirdly, you will live with regrets. I'm going to give you a, a quick illustration, and I've used this many times. But there was a young man, and this young man was very rebellious, and he was making a lot of bad decisions. 
teenager, young man. He was making a lot of bad decisions. His parents were concerned about him. And uh, they began to talk to him, and they said, this is what we want to do. We want to, and so they put a, a board on the back of his door, his bedroom door. And uh, they said, every time you make a bad decision, do something wrong, we're going to put a nail in there. And, uh, but every time you do something right, you make a good decision, we'll take that nail out. Well, before long, that board was filled with nails. And he's sitting in his room, and he's reflecting, and he begins to think, well, you know what? Maybe my parents are not as dumb as I think they are. Maybe there's something to what they're saying. As, as he begins to reflect, he said, you know what? I want to I do right. So he begins to make better choices. The nails begin to come out. And he's down to the last nail that was in the board. And his mother's in there and in the bedroom with him, and she's ecstatic. She's proud of him. She's, you know, and he, she looks at him, and he's got a tear coming down the corner of his eye. She said, what's wrong? I'm, I mean, I'm so proud of you. You're doing well. He said, Mom, I can still see the nail print. You know what the nail prints are? It's the regrets. It's the things you did that you knew that you shouldn't have done, but you did them anyway. And those regrets, even though the nail was gone, it's still a daily reminder. And it can affect the emotions and decisions that you make. We must be careful with that. So, let's move on. Patience builders. Patience builders, and so we're kind of getting into the patience aspect right now. And uh, look at this. Now, remember, all these others I give you, I give you positive, I gave you negative, but these, what we're dealing with is patient builders. Okay, these are things that are going to help build your patience. And before I get into this, um, I'm going to read you a verse. It's James 1 4. Uh, let, me, let me turn there. I got one four, but I want to read another verse that is with it. James chapter number one, verses three and four, okay? Here's what it says. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, that perfect is not sinless perfection. That perfect that it's talking about, this patient, it, what it does, what it helps us to get is spiritual maturity. It's spiritual maturity. How mature are you spiritually? And uh, by the way, now look at this. This right here is the answers to the questions that I'm giving you. How are you spiritually in forgiving those who have done something that have hurt you deeply. Um, I'm telling you, forgiveness is a very important, but it's it's hard to do. Would, it, would you say amen or oh me, right? It's not. Now, not only that, forgiveness, we, we understand. By the way, forgiveness is choosing. It's a choice. Do you realize how many choices God gives us? Do you realize love is a choice? Forgiveness is a choice. We have a lot of choices that we, got, we need to make. And forgiveness is something God wants us to get because it helps us. It's for us. Forgiveness is for us. It's not for the other person. It's for us. It, that we might get over the circumstances, the emotional things that we've experienced, is to help us to get over these and get past them. Because God wants us to have victory in our lives. He doesn't want us to stay 
in the emotional defeat and allow the emotions to control us all his life. He wants, you ready? He wants the Spirit of God to control you. Um, I'll give you this real quick thought, and then I'll get back into this. Your flesh and my flesh, if I can do it this way, represents a thermometer. Okay? You say represent because it measures whatever is in the surrounding, right? So if it's hot, it measures the heat. If it's cold, it measures whatever circumstance, your emotions is like a thermostat. It's up and down and all around. Would you agree with me? And that's a part of the flesh. But on the other side, by the way, I showed this to some teenagers. They didn't even know what this was. Um, by the way, if you can't see it, which is kind of hard to see, it's a thermostat. It's the really old kind that was on the wall, the round ones. All right? I went to the teenagers. They said, what's that thing? I said, it's a thermostat, okay? But here, here's what I want you to get. That thermostat represents the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God brings control. It's not self-control. You ready? It's spirit control. What's it do? It regulates. I shared this. I was encouraged. I went to Immokalee Jail, and I shared this, this thought with, with those men, and the guy told me, he said, all the men were hovering around the thermostat. I said, praise God, they were getting it, because they were realizing that the thermostat represents the Holy Spirit of God, and the only way we're going to get victory over our emotions is through the Holy Spirit of God, and these things that He's given us, these patience builders, this patience, what, what is patience? It's endurance. Endurance, oh man, I'm just going to be, here it is. Do you know how many times I've quit Rock of Ages? No, I didn't write a resignation, but do you know how many times I've told my wife, I'm, it's done, I'm finished, I'm quit. Probably as many times as you quit as a pastor, maybe, I don't know. I don't, maybe you've got more endurance than I do. I hope you do. But I, I'm telling you, how many times... You know what the easiest thing to do when a tribulation or problem, something comes, you know what the easiest thing is? Just quit. But God's saying, what's it take to get you to quit? That's not endurance. And that's why God allows patience. He allows tribulations in our lives to help us to say, I'm going to help them keep going on. I'm going to help them to keep going on. I'm going to help them to keep going on. Because faith worketh patience, and patience gives us endurance. All right, I'm going to move on. i got to finish up here. Faith, patient builder, faith. We say faith worketh patience. We, we, we've seen that. They go together hand in hand. By the way, without Christ, we can't do anything. We can't overcome our emotions. There's no way because we don't have the Spirit until we receive Christ. Compassion. Boy, that, having compassion for one another. Contentment. Being content with what things you have. What, uh, what is it? The verse, uh, godliness with contentment is great gain. These are things that patient builder. Being content with, by the way, Hallmark movies. I'm sorry. I, I just got to go this route. Women, please don't expect your man to be like that. That's, that, where I'm from, that's hogwash, all right? 
that's an expectation that's unrealistic and is not right. Because, anyway, they always get the guy who's the bad, or not the bad guy, but the underdog, and they always kiss, and it starts snowing. We know the movies. It, it just, I just gave you every scenario. We're done. All right? But, <laughs> but you know what? If we just begin to learn to be content and love people for who they are and how they are. But that's going to take some patience. <laughs> Amen? Oh, me? All right. Trials, which I've already covered, builds those, builds patience, and love. So these are patient builders. I'm going to give you this, and I'm, I'm closing down. The plane's coming in for a landing. Patience, the harder right than the easier wrong. It's so much harder to do right than it is to do wrong. It is hard to do right. And I'm telling you, society and the world sets us up for failure. Sets us up for failure. Because you know what? It's so much easier. For instance, just simply going and transferring your tags. Man, what is the deal that you got to go to the DMV three times before you can actually get what you need? You know what I mean? It gets aggravating, but the right thing to do is to go transfer it, do those. By the way, I did all those way back then, but I just want you to know. But I had a circumstance with my youngest son. He bought a boat and didn't have a title. Don't ever do that. God was working patience big time. And it was a test. It was a test. Are you going to do right? Are you going to do wrong? Here it is. You're careful to make right choices. Do you realize your emotions, ooh, I don't like to say this, but your emotions, you have a choice. You can control it, or it can control you. It's a choice. You appreciate boundaries. Wow, boundaries? You know what? Uh, if, you play, if you played any sports, you appreciated boundaries. You're out of bounds. My ball, yeah. Right? Do you boundaries was a good thing. And we need boundaries. Because boundaries actually gives you freedom. That sounds crazy, but it does. It gives you boundaries. I tell the men this, that the many men that I deal with in the jail and the prisons, would you rather be on parole and be free, or would you rather be in here eating mystery meat? You say, that's pretty blunt. Yeah. But you know what? I'd rather have some boundaries and have some freedom than have to wear orange, eat whatever they want, go to bed when they tell me to go. You with me? Does that make sense? Boundaries are good. By the way, when this is a book of boundaries, amen? And when you're in them, woo-wee, it's good. You enjoy it. You enjoy life. But when you get outside those boundaries and you get God started dealing with you, you don't want that. All right, here we go. So boundaries give you protection. Huh? All right. And thirdly, here it is. You will gain the respect. You'll gain respect. One of the things, and I'm, I'm closing, I'm finished with this. And I, I made mention of Bryson. He bought, bought that boat. And I told you that was a test. It was a test not only for him, but it was a test for me. We went to the DMV so many times. They said, Mr. Ludwig, come on back here. They knew me by name. 
But here's what I want you to see. It's easy for my it's easy for me to say, son, do right. It's easy for me to say that, but it's harder for me for dad to do right and show him. But what, what do you get when you do right? And by the way, I want you to this is a good story, so this one, but I I didn't always do everything perfect. You know that, because we're but anyway, what do you, you, you get respect? You get respect from other people. You get respect from your kids. And that's important because when they respect you, that is, that's a great game. That's a blessing from God. And that's what you want. And so faith, we see faith, I mean, um, emotions and versus patience. Boy, we want to let patience, you ready, have its perfect work. Let it bring exactly what we need in our lives to make us mature in Christ. Because emotions can show your immaturity. Would you agree with me? You ever see somebody let their emotion? Yeah. But when you have patience and that endurance through the Spirit of God, great maturity. And so I pray this, this coming year, and it's hard to believe that it's almost 2021. It just kind of blows my mind. But you know, may we be more spiritually mature in 2021 than we were in 2020. But it's going to come through some tests of patience. How's your building with your patience? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come together. And God, I know that just some simple thoughts, but Lord, I know how easy it is to allow emotions. And God, many times I fail and I fail and I let my emotions control me, which is literally letting my flesh control me. But thank you that you've given us the Spirit of God. And by the way, this, this patience is part of the fruit of the Spirit. And God, may we take this fruit, may we grow, may we blossom into the Christian that you want us to be. Would you help us to do right in this wicked world when it's so easy to do wrong? And God, may we uh, get the respect that uh, needs to be shown and, and received as we love you and serve you, and people say, I, I want the same Jesus that you have. God, I thank you for this time. I pray that uh, you would be with Pastor Latell. I pray that you would just bring uh, healing to his body, restoring back. Pray that he'd be back with us soon. And Lord, I know there's many others. And so God, I thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to know more about the Lord Jesus Christ, you may contact us at the church website, gospelbaptistchurch.com, or you can go to Facebook and type in Gospel Baptist Church Bonita Springs, Florida. Also, you could call the church office at 239-947-1285. Thank you, and God bless.